0: Are you eager to step into your authenticity and live the life of your wildest dreams? Good news, you can. Everything you need to create your own happy ending is inside of you now. You are already enough. The only thing that needs to shift is your perspective. This is the Sparkling Hippie Podcast, and I'm your host, Haley Hooper. Hello, Sparkling Hippies. I'm so glad that you're back to join me for another episode. I um, have something special for us today, something that's been coming up a lot for me to record an episode on, um, not only in my own life, but also in the lives of many of my loved ones lately. I have seen so many people struggle with how to make A a big life decision. How do you know if you are playing it too safe or if you're playing it too risky? Maybe you're unsure of whether or not you're following your best interest and your highest truth, or you're wondering if you're just going with the flow and doing everything that um, is expected of you, things that other people would do, but you're not necessarily listening to your heart and your guides. Most of you, if you've listened to the last few episodes, you know that Tyler and I have recently moved to California, and we're in the process of closing a house and um, having a home. Woo-hoo! No more backpacks. <laughs> and so, with this become, with this decision. There are so many other small decisions within that, right? So Tyler had to decide when he got the job offer. Is this the best job for him at this best time? Is this the best place for both of us to live right now? Um, Is this the house for us? Or should we rent? Should we buy? Should we lease? Um, There are so many different decisions, and we have been... Programmed to live in a society in a world that only values logic-based decision-making. And so what that means is we believe, as a society, as a culture, that we can think our way out of any problem or we can think our way to a solution. And so we, you know, maybe we start by writing a pros and cons list and we're you know, weighing our options, you know, this or that. And we come to a logic Decision and then we second guess ourselves and we think some more and then we ask an opinion. You know, what, is, what does my mom think? What does your mom think? <laughs> what does, you know, let's Google it. What do experts say? And I always, I love the analogy. My coach first shared this with me, but it feels like you're being tossed uh, in the waves of the ocean. Like you're out in the middle of the sea. There's a wild storm raging and you're just turning every which way you're getting you know you're swallowing the water you're getting overcome by the waves and you don't the more it's almost like the more information you get the more logic crammed into your brain the harder it is to make a decision because there's so many different factors going against each other and one expert says this another expert says something else so how do you know how do you know if, what, how do you know what the right decision is, right? You know, if you, I'm assuming you probably believe like me, since you're listening to this podcast, and you believe that, you know, there's a higher order, there's um, a God that has a, a meaning and a place for each of us, and yes, we have free will, but there's also a, a season for everything, a time for everything, a reason for everything. We're here for a reason. If you don't believe that, then you would not have purpose on this earth. Your life would be meaningless. So if you believe you have purpose, you believe that you're here for a reason, for a reason, and this life is going to unfold for you in very specific ways to help you achieve that purpose and grow and allow your soul to expand while you are here. And so when we go to make these logic-based decisions, it's like we have a a um, magnifying glass. And we're just like examining the crap out of every possible move. And, you know, we're like so close up on this decision and we have every different angle examined, but we're missing that if we lay down the magnifying glass, take a step back stand up and you can see this like 500 foot view instead of this, you know, right up in your face view. And you realize there's so much more to the picture than just what the magnifying glass is seeing. And again, our, our society has trained us to value logic. And that's a whole history lesson through the ages, why we're here, why we value logic over intuition and spirituality. Um, but we're not going to go into that today. So what are the other ways of making decisions? So we know there's the logical way, the way we're taught in school, critical thinking, that sort of thing. But you also have, besides your head brain, you also have a heart brain and a gut brain. So let's talk about the heart brain. The heart brain would be your emotional center. Your heart is your emotional center. Um, This is where... You know, we make decisions based on passion and love and excitement and, you know, things that feel good, right? So when someone says, you know, it used to be really common in movies and especially Disney movies growing up, they always say, you know, follow your heart and go marry the prince or whatever. (laughs) And oftentimes what the heart wants doesn't actually line up with what the head says to do. It can be nonsensical. That's because the heart brain is making an emotional-based decision, which can be a good thing. It can also be a bad thing. If you do not have control of your emotions, we've talked about emotions before on the podcast. Emotions are like waves. Again, I'm going to use the same analogy, but waves in the ocean. They come and they go. They can come out of nowhere. They can be um, caused by something that happened, you know, Ten years ago and it got triggered and now all of a sudden you're crying for no reason, seemingly no reason, Um, we get in funks, right? Emotions are part of life. They come and they go and there is a healthy way to deal with them. And until you have learned how to healthfully deal with your emotions and allow them to be felt without them controlling you and controlling your life, then we don't want to make emotional-based decisions because You're actually making um, decisions, again, nonsensically, because your emotions are going to change. And we want to make a decision from a place of truth, a place of um, wide, broad-based understanding, a place of knowing that is far beyond your finicky emotions or your limited head-based knowledge. So now we're gonna drop down into the gut brain. So I'm putting my hands on my stomach right now. If you wanna join me, (laughs) feel free. Um, Your gut brain. So little fun fact, while we were in New Zealand, I spent four days doing marketing for a probiotic company. And I learned a lot about the link between the microbiomes in your gut and the, basically the structure of your brain and how they interact with one another. So I give you a lot of random fun facts about your gut, but I, won't, I will just give you a few that relate to this. Um, there are more microbiomes in your gut than there are in any other part of your body. And these are a healthy, basically healthy bacteria that allow us to digest our food, but they also uh, regulate a lot of other things in our body too. So this can, the number of microbiomes in your gut can be linked to PMS symptoms. Uh, It can be linked to uh, muscle cramps and even your mood swings, things like that. There's a great book on this, by the way, called I Am Multitudes, if you're interested in learning more about your gut. But, Also, another fun fact is that the uh, Buddhist monks for centuries and centuries, when they meditate, they place their hands over uh, their gut, just below the belly button, and that's where they hold the posture while they are meditating because they believe that the lower belly is actually the brain of the body. That is where... All of the intuitive and intellectual knowledge is stored so keeping all that in mind we talk about intuition a lot on this podcast and intuition isn't using your logic mind it's using your basically your sixth sense or your instincts the the parts of you that you can't really name but It's just a knowing. And remember a few episodes back, we talked about the different types of intuition, whether it's through feeling, through hearing in your mind, through knowing. Uh, There's different types. Sometimes people get, um, I often get like a, a visual, a vision pops in my head. So there's different ways of using your intuition. But the point of this being is your intuition is in your body. It's in your body, it's not in your head. It's, it's a sixth sense that spirit communicates to you. And a lot of times it doesn't match up with your logic, but you just know, right? You just have a feeling, you just have an idea. And so you have to follow it. Go with your gut. I say that a lot. So again, my hands are on my gut. And when we're making a decision, if you will follow pay attention to your body as I lead you through this. When we're making a logic-based decision, you know, we talked about that. You're tossed between the different ideas, the different, different options. All the energy is swirling around up high in your head, right? You're, you might even get uh, migraines because you're trying to overthink things. Your he- Your eyes might hurt or behind your eyes. You can get pain there because you're You're focusing so much up top. All of these things swirling around your head. Okay. Let's drop down to the heart. When you're making a heart-based decision, think of like, you know, back when you were a silly teenager in love and you're going to run away and, you know, whatever. Marry the love of your life at 15 and nothing else exists. You know, this is all you need. All of the energy is right here in your heart. It's in your chest. You can feel like... The brain is like from the neck up, nothing going on. From the heart down, nothing going on. You are making a decision based on your emotions, those fleeting emotions. And I'm picturing almost like a, like a red, smoky haze that's just like blowing in the wind and you're just following it and you're not really thinking, uh, you're not really feeling, you're just doing it. You're just um, using your emotions to guide you. So now drop down again you want to put your hands on beneath your belly button we're going to drop down to the gut and when you make a gut based decision I'm sure you can think of a time in your life when you made a decision purely based on instinct purely based on a feeling in your gut you just knew it was the right thing to do you know it may have not made sense to anyone else and people were questioning you but you knew in your gut it was the right thing to do when you, what, what feelings are you feeling right now? Just talking about it. I can feel in my body, my gut is, it feels solid. It feels like there's an anchor in my stomach. It feels protected, safe. Um, it feels good. When I make a gut-based decision, it says, okay. And there's a peace. You know, it's kind of like that peace in the middle of a the storm. There may be a tornado circling around my head and my heart may be dancing in all these different directions, but when I drop down to my gut, it's still. So how do we know that the gut decision is the right thing to do? Right? How, I mean, why would we trust the gut? Well, first of all, that, that animal-like instinct, that's something outside of ourselves. So our five senses and our logic brain, those can only take us so far. They're the... The logic mind is basing a decision off of only what it knows. So again, remember the micros, not the microscope. <laughs> remember the magnifying glass and you're, you've got your two inches from the problem. You know, It's right up in your face. But just like when you're painting, when you're two inches from the canvas and you're stuck in this corner with a tiny brush, pink, picking out all the tiny little details and you're getting frustrated, the best thing you can do is drop the brush, take 10 steps back, and get a holistic view of the canvas. And then all of a sudden you'll see all these different things that you weren't seeing because you were too close to the canvas. So your gut, uh, is that's where your intuition resides, right? Like this is in the body. It's not in the mind. It's not in the emotions. It's in the body. And that is Again, as we've spoken about, your intuition is spirit's way of speaking to you. And those spirit has a 360 degree view of your life and the decision you're about to make and how it will affect you. It is 100, 100 miles in the sky looking down. It can see your past. It can see your future. And it knows how, how this decision is going to affect you. And so spirit says, ah, I've got the the big picture view. I'm going to drop this feeling in your gut. You know the answer. So when I'm doing purpose paintings for my clients and they're wanting to know their purpose, um, before I ever even start the painting, I speak with them, I ask them a few questions and get to know them. The point of that is that they already know what their purpose is. You already know what your purpose is. It's in your gut. But what happens is we let our heart and our head distract us. And then we have self-doubt. And we have some trauma from our childhood. And we let all that distract us from following that purpose, trusting it, and knowing it. So normally, they have confirmed with their own intuition what their purpose is before I ever even begin the painting. And the painting is a mirror showing them that their intuition already knows, right? So when we dive into our intuition and our gut brain, then we are trusting a source that is higher than us. We're trusting uh, God's divine leading and allowing everything else to fall away. Now, I'm not saying that you should just never use logic. I think these two can go hand in hand, but... Because we have overemphasized our logic-based decision-making for so long, we completely ignore the other two brains, the heart brain and the gut brain. And so almost to tip the scales back to balance, we need to go way, 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 way over the other way to the gut brain and really dive deep and understand what your intuition feels like, understand how to make a decision from that place, understand how it feels in your body. And once we can understand how important the intuition, the uh, instinctual (laughs) decision-based way of thinking is, then we can kind of recalibrate the scales and move back towards throwing in a little bit of logic, but knowing the importance and the meaning behind our gut brain. So again, if I were painting a canvas, I would take a step back, ten steps back, <laughs> and I could see the full vision, and then that would be my gut telling me, okay, this makes more sense. Or maybe it doesn't make sense, but it feels right. This feels right. And then I'll I'll step back into the canvas and I'll get my small paintbrush out and begin filling in the details with my logic brain. But it takes both. It's definitely a partnership. And I, I don't mean to keep leaving out the heart, too. Your emotions are going to be part of the process, too. So, how do we comfortably make a decision that is in our highest and best interest? So, a couple different things. First of all, I believe the purpose of life is joy. And the meaning of life is expansion. So... When you, the very first thing, when a decision comes up, so whether you're being offered a new job and it has great pay and excellent benefits and, you know, it's something you're kind of interested in and you're like, hey, I should do this. This is a no-brainer, right? You're thinking with your brain. Logically, all signs point to yes. But ask yourself this first question. Does it bring you joy? Does it sound exciting? Not logically but emotionally let's tune into the heart brain does this light you up yes or no so a friend of mine is considering a major career change right now and he's going from something that is uh, nonprofit based and he's being offered the opportunity to move into a more lucrative business it is completely different from what he's been studying and um It has a long-term option, all these benefits. So logically, of course, who's going to say, would you rather make $20,000 a year or $100,000 a year? Who's going to say no to that logically? Only a not-so-smart person, right? (laughs) Actually, probably a not-so-smart person would still say yes to (laughs) $100,000. So um, logically, yeah, sure, it sounds great. But... When you ask yourself, okay, but does the basis of this job sound exciting and fun and joyful to you? Mm, Maybe not. If the answer is no, then it's not meant for you. If the purpose of life is joy, And you're making decisions based on logic. You're saying, okay, well, it'd be safer for me to take this job because I'd have more money. And if I have more money, then I'm able to afford more things. And then I can um, buy things that would make me happy. And I can buy things to use for my hobby because my hobby makes me happy. That'll be my path to happiness, right? Well, when you're making a decision like that, you're actually choosing less than happiness. You're choosing suffering over happiness. So... Rather than taking the logic way, you say, "What would be the most exciting and joyful thing I could do right now?" Let's let's just stick with the job. Okay, say you're trying to make a decision on your job, and and you can use this for any major decision. And you say, "Okay, well, maybe that hundred thousand dollar job sounds amazing, but I I just don't want to do that type of work. It just doesn't excite me. Like I could tolerate it for the money, but." it just doesn't fully excite me. Okay, great. So what would be the most exciting and joyful way for you to make money right now? And see what comes up. Don't edit yourself. Uh, Allow things to fill through your body. You know, your intuition is going to go crazy when you ask this question from a pure intentioned place, have a notebook handy, and allow allow spirit to speak to you. You might have a random thought pop up. You might feel something pull you in a direction you would not have expected. Be open to what comes up, okay? Because your, your joy is gonna lead you to your purpose. Your joy is gonna lead you to the reason you are put on this earth. So follow that joy, follow that excitement. And it's very easy to get caught up in, when I'm safe and taken care of and I have money, I feel good. That's not the same as I love what I do. I'm passionate about what I do. I would do this no matter what because it brings me joy. Okay, so there's a difference. Be sure and check in with your heart and with your gut on what the true essence of joy is for you. Because if you're just doing something because it logically makes sense, you're not going to be following the steps that divine goodness has laid out for you. You're not gonna be in alignment. You're gonna be playing it safe, staying in the box, almost in a way, if you're not moving towards your purpose, what are you doing? You're moving away from your purpose. And that leads to unfulfillment and depression and anxiety and things of that nature, which we don't really want. So we're going to do a super quick exercise on how to tune into your gut brain for any decision, any time of day, anywhere. And you can use this if you don't know what to order at the restaurant. You can use this if you're trying to decide if this is the house for you or not. You can use this for any decision. So as long as you're safe to do so and you have some space and some time. Close your eyes. Get comfortable. Let's take a few deep breaths. Beautiful. Now I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to keep your eyes closed and feel into your body. Pay attention to just what feelings come up. So I'm going to ask you, is your name Bob? Pay attention to what feelings come into your body. If your name's actually Bob, you might feel a sense of joy rising up in your head. You might feel, um you know, like a very positive, light blue energy around you. You might feel really, really peaceful. You might feel calm. If your name's not Bob, you might feel a little bit of tightness in your chest or tightness in your gut. You might have clenched your muscles unknowingly. Notice right now if your muscles are clenched. Okay. So let's shake that off. Keep your eyes closed, take another deep breath. This time I want you to use your own name. Ask yourself, is your name Haley? Insert your own name. Is this my name? Pay attention to what you're feeling. It's pretty instantaneous. Note what you're feeling. So for me, when I ask, is my name Haley? I feel this light electric energy sort of raising from my shoulders up my neck and going out the top of my head. I feel very light and vibrant. Um, You might feel, you know, a tingling sensation in your heart. You might feel Um, a calmness in your belly. It's a little bit different for everyone, but note that feeling for your name because that's an undeniable yes. So note how that felt in your body. And again, you can write this down even, how it feels. Uh, So a yes feels like what? A yes feels like lightness in my head, lightness in my neck, joy in my belly, okay? And when I asked if your name was Bob, Shout out to all the Bobs out there. But for everyone else who's not Bob, what did you feel? Did you feel some constraint? You might have um, clenched your hips. We do a lot of clenching in our hips unknowingly, or our glutes. You might have um, felt a heaviness on your chest. So take note of what a no felt like, like a straight-up no. Okay. Um, and then think of something Maybe a food that you're just not crazy about. You don't hate it, but you don't love it. Um, Like for me would be pickles, (laughs) which is probably a bad one because I know a lot of people love pickles, but think of something you're just meh about. Uh, My coach uses the example of radishes. So eyes closed, deep breath. Do you like radishes? or pickles, whatever you want to use. Notice what you're feeling. A lot of times, for most people, this is a, just a neutral. You don't feel anything. You don't feel a high vibe, you don't feel a heaviness. Uh, I definitely just kind of feel blank. <laughs> Bleh. <laughs> so write down you know, in your bo- what you felt in your body for this neutral feeling. So shake it off, open your eyes, you can come back to the room. What we have just done is established a gut-based reaction for yes, no, and neutral. So now, when you go to make a decision, any decision, you can use this tool and you'll know the answer. (laughs) It's that simple. So all you have to do, okay, is this the right house for me to buy? Close your eyes, take a deep breath, preferably get in a room where you're alone, and ask that question, and just pay attention to what comes up in your body. Does it feel like a yes? Does it feel like a no? Maybe you don't feel anything. Maybe it's a neutral, but this tool can help you decipher what your intuition is trying to tell you. And a lot of times it's a tool to get out of your head brain and into your gut brain, which is, again, helps us tip the scales back toward neutral, back towards a balanced way of making decisions. I hope this has been helpful, helpful for you today. Hopefully, you have learned a little bit about your own intuitive language and how to access that when you're making large decisions. I know on previous podcasts we've talked more about using your intuition as a way of making decisions and why we do that. Um, now you know how to do that. So, if this has been helpful, please, please leave a review, um, screenshot, tag me on Instagram at the Sparkling Hippie send me an email, hayley at thesparklinghippie.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear comments on how this has helped you or if you have other questions, I'd love to answer them here as well. So have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for tuning in.